Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 7th of October, the 10th month of the Gregorian calendar, which was introduced to the world in early October 1582 by Pope Gregory XIII. The calendar previously in use had been the Julian calendar, brought into effect the 1st of January, 45 BC, during the reign of Julius Caesar. But the Julian calendar had not been adequately designed to accurately account for the exact occurrences of the equinoxes, so that over the course of over one and a half millennia, the calendar had drifted from reality ten days. To deal with the drift that had already been reached, the date was advanced from the 4th of October, 1582, to the 15th of October, 1582. Because of the confluence of astronomical and thus seasonal occurrences with human-made religious and agricultural observances and celebrations, and the power of the Catholic Church in these regards, the new Gregorian calendar was adopted first in Catholic European countries and their colonies in 1582. Adoption of the calendar in Germany, the Swiss cantons, Protestant Low Countries, Norway, and Denmark would not occur until 1700, and in Great Britain and its colonies not until 1752. Sweden and Finland would follow in 1753, which mu with much of Eastern Europe and Asia not until the 19th and even 20th centuries. One resultant complication since then, of course, is whether the birthday of anyone before 1582 is being recognized currently as being a Julian calendar date or a Gregorian calendar date, one differing about 11 days from the other. And all of this brings additional interest to October, originally the eighth month on the old calendar of Romulus, from the Greek and Latin octo, meaning eight, before January and February had been inserted into the calendar. We have the 280th day of 2019 today, with only 85 days until 2020. Today, the planet Saturn, by astronomical definition a superior planet, reaches its eastern quadrature, meaning it's temporarily residing 90 degrees east of the sun on the sky's dome. Today and tonight, Deborah Bird of EarthSky.org tells us the constellation Draco the Dragon is spitting out meteors, also known as shooting stars. Nightfall and early evening are the best times, not after midnight, Bird advises. Having begun their light show in the northern hemisphere yesterday and running until Thursday, the Draconids are forecast to likely be best viewable early tomorrow evening. And last but certainly not least, astronomically today anyway, we begin the second quarter of the Hunter's Moon, appropriately enough named, where Maine is concerned, at the moment concurrently happening are moose season, duck season, and wild turkey season. Game wardens and other safety conscious folks suggest that anyone going anywhere near the woods should be wearing something noticeably orange. And speaking of guns, today is the birthday of Oliver Lawrence North, born in San Antonio, Texas in 1943, to Ann North, a teacher, and Oliver Clay North, a World War II veteran who went into the wool business. 
Raised as one of four children the Norths had, Oliver grew up in the small textile town of Philmont, New York, and preferred chess to sports and served as an altar boy, but also had an adventurous streak, which he demonstrated by jumping off a railroad bridge, says biographer Ed Morrow. Oliver earned an appointment to the U.S. Naval Academy at Annapolis and went on to serve 11 months in Vietnam, winning the Silver Star, the Bronze Star, and two Purple Hearts. Subsequently, North would serve at the Naval War College, at the National Security Council, and be a key player in the Iran-Contra affair, which launched his media career as he pursued a career in radio following a failed bid to become Virginia's U.S. Senator. Most recently, North was head of the National Rifle Association, albeit briefly before a falling out with longtime NRA figurehead Wayne LaPierre. Chilean writer Isabel Allende tells us, You are the storyteller of your own life, and you can create your own legend or not. Do we have much difficulty applying Allende's words to Oliver North during National Hispanic Heritage Month, considering North's connections to adventures south of the Rio Grande? Now for a little distantly related wordplay, focusing on the word impeachment, which Merriam-Webster's defines as a calling to account for some high crime or offense before a competent tribunal especially the arraignment, as of a public official, for misconduct while in office. We can easily see, just in that definition, why the impeachment process can be as unwieldy as often is. A, quote, before a competent tribunal, close quote, for example, along with, quote, misconduct, close quote, is language of considerable flexibility making for difficulties in pinning down a suspect and proving a law has been broken. Yet many of us will not forget President Nixon's I am not a crook remarks preceding his resignation and wonder whether the bulk of President Trump's current stonewalling is simply the precursor to his impending demise. Today is also the 64th anniversary of poet Allen Ginsberg reading for the first time his poem titled Howl at a poetry event in San Francisco. And that affords me an easy segue into announcing the 15th annual Belfast Poetry Festival this year on October 18th and 19th at various venues in Belfast, including Left Bank Books, the Belfast Harbor Walk, and the Unitarian Universalist Church. Maine's Poet Laureate Stuart Kestenbaum, among many other poets, will be reading from their work. Stay tuned for additional advisements next week. Today is also the birthday of John Mellencamp, born in 1951, and of Yo-Yo Ma, born in 1955. And tomorrow is Yom Kippur. For those fasting, we wish an easy fast. And for those not fasting, we wish Good Yuntif and Yom Tov. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to a fine first Monday in October. <laughs>